Россия. Россия. Russland. Russia. Привет, hello to the Why Russia podcast. In this podcast, we normally ask foreigners who live in Russia one simple question. Why Russia? Today, however, we have the chance to speak with an immigration lawyer from Moscow. His name is Timur Besangurov, and we want to use this opportunity to learn a little bit more about the immigration process to Russia. So, Timur, thank you very much for your time. The first question that I have is, is Russia an immigration country and how does it compare to other countries? Hi, Thomas. Thank you very much for inviting me. It's a great pleasure and honor to be on your podcast. With regards to your question, yes, Russia is an immigration country. There are different types of statistics, but to the best of my knowledge, Russia is second in the rankings of the number of immigrants coming to Russia after the United States. But of course, most of this immigration comes from the former Soviet Union countries former Soviet Union republics. Can you tell us what are the top countries of the immigrants that are coming to Russia? The top five countries as of recently would be, of course, number one, Ukraine for the known situation. But basically that is happening from 2014. Ukraine is number one. And then the other four countries would be Armenia, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, Tajik. And how many immigrants are coming to Russia per year? It depends on the numbers you can take from the official statistics from the immigration authorities, but basically the numbers which show what type of application people have been applied for. We'll probably discuss that a bit later, but there is a temporary residency, which is the first step. If somebody wants to get citizenship, then there is residency and then there is citizenship. So if we speak about the total amount of those three different types of applications, which are all part of kind of immigration process, then this number is close to 1.5 million. But if we say about like how many people have applied for Russian citizenship for within the last year, the last year is, is probably an extreme year because of the uh, situation. But normally this number is about 600,000 foreigners apply for the Russian citizenship a year. So now we have learned that Russia is quite an immigrant country. It gets a lot of immigrants, especially from the former Republics of the Soviet Union. But for me, as somebody coming from a Western country, from Germany, it's very interesting also how many Westerners are migrating per year to Russia and also what are the countries most Westerners are coming from. This type of statistics will not be very representative for the following reason. There is, of course, if we take the overall numbers and compare them with the immigration from the former Soviet Union republics, the number of Westerners coming to Russia is much, much smaller. Yeah. So we're talking about 1% of this whole number. But when we say about immigration, uh, we need to divide because again, statistics that come from the immigration authorities, they basically count the numbers based on the applications made. And applications made meaning that somebody applied for residency, somebody applied for citizenship. Yeah. But there is no statistics, which I mean, clear statistics, which say, okay, this year there was a thousand of Americans or Germans specifically relocating from the United States or Germany to Russia. 
this statistics is not really existent. I would say that if we speak about numbers, then the overall number of Westerners or foreigners, not from the former Soviet Union countries, would be approximately around 30,000 people altogether. But you need to consider what I meant. It's not that all these 30,000 are coming from like their home countries. Most of those foreigners would be living in Russia for some time. They have been working in Russia. They families, I don't know, Russian wife or husband, then they have Russian kids. So I would say that it's not really an immigration that somebody you know, packed the bags and, and left. So if we speak about the number of people that are specifically relocating from their home countries, this number is much smaller. But it's very hard to say what this number is. I would think that number is about 5,000 a year. And how does a typical migration process from a Western country to Russia look like? In case a Westerner doesn't have any grounds that can allow him or her to use you know, a simplified process, such as a marriage or having Russian children, then uh, the very kind of straightforward route, straightforward means not easy, but just straightforward. Yeah, it doesn't mean that it's easy. Is coming to Russia, applying for the quota for the temporary residency permit. And in case the quota is approved, that person can apply further on for a temporary residency permit, then after a year for a residency permit, and after five years of legal residency can apply for Russian citizenship. But the biggest issue here is being able to get the quota. And the number of quotas are unfortunately, in my opinion, is very small. To give you an example, for Moscow, number of quotas is 100 people a month. And Moscow is the biggest city. Understandably, the number is the highest, yeah? In other areas, such numbers can be 10 people a month. So 10 people a month, and that includes applicants from some of the former Soviet Union countries. And of course, Westerners will have to compete, yeah? Not compete in the sense of, okay, whether they are more qualified, whether they have more grounds. No, just to compete from the point of view of numbers, yeah? So if the quota is 10 people a month, say for the Yaroslavl region, but there have been, I don't know, 500 applications made, then it's quite hard to get into this 10 slots. And that's quite an issue. So that's the kind of straightforward route, which is available for anyone, but on paper, yeah? Anyone can come and try to apply to them. Then there are other means of, of relocation to Russia. We will give them generally, I would say, based on employment. So foreign national works in Russia and there is a list of professions which allow foreign national after six months of employment to obtain permanent residency. And after 12 months of employment applied for citizenship, and then there is based on education and there are recent laws which allow foreign students that study in the Russian universities to apply for this temporary residency permit, which requires quota. Yeah. But now as of 1st of January, foreign students can apply for the temporary residency. And once they graduate, they, they can apply for permanent residency. And then also there is a new route also available from this year, 
investment immigration. Foreign national becomes an investor into the Russian economy and invests a certain amount of money to either business or social projects in the Russian regions or real estate. This is the very new law and we'll see how it will, how it will work. Can you discuss any recent changes or updates to the Russian immigration policies? And maybe you can tell us also what will change in the near future. Russian immigration is constantly developing and there is always changes. The immigration alerts that we prepare for our clients come out literally every week or so. Yeah, but if we speak about major changes into the Russian immigration system, I would say that as of this year, there are two new laws. One I mentioned is about students. So foreign students right now can apply for temporary residency while they are studying. And that was not available for Westerners. I mean, for any students was not available. Obviously the law allowed foreign students to apply for Russian immigration status only after they graduate. And for students from the Western countries or not from the CIS countries, they had to graduate with a red diploma. Uh, or diploma with honors, basically all their marks have to be A, yeah, like 95% of their marks have to be A in order to get this kind of a diploma. And only in that case, they were able to apply for residency. Now, foreign student can apply for temporary residency while they are studying. It doesn't matter which year, first year, last year, they can apply for that document. And once they graduate, then can apply for permanent residency. That's uh, something new. And I think it's a good, good law for sure. Because for many students, it was a question, okay, once we graduate and we want to stay in Russia, what are our options? We need to seek employment. What if there are issues and get to employment in time? And this law will solve many issues for such foreign students. And the second law is the investment one. Yeah, Russia finally joined the club of countries that offer residency by investment program. And of course, now probably is not the best time politically because specifically countries, uh, United States and many other Western countries have imposed sanctions on Russia, which clearly state that certain type of investments to Russia are prohibited for its nationals, for nationals of those countries. And plus, of course, there are countermeasures taken by the Russian government, which are also addressed to friendly countries. And in this type of circumstances, of course, the timing is not ideal, but still there are options how to make this investment without breaching the laws. But of course, there are also other practical limitations, how to transfer money to Russia because of the sanctions and et cetera, et cetera. But in general, we view that it's a positive measure that Russia finally has adopted this law. Maybe for the time being, most of the investors will be coming from friendly countries, but we do hope that Westerners would also be able to use this law. And as I said, the investment criteria would be social projects in the Russian regions, real estate and the amount of investment differs from the region. And then there is another option, which is starting your own business. And after two years of having your own company and paying a certain amount of taxes, so the qualifying criteria is not the amount of investment into the company, it's the amount of taxes the company paid. Such for a national, if he meets the criteria, if his company meets the criteria, he can apply for permanent residency and then the last one is buying shares of an existing Russian company that existed for three years and also paid certain amount of taxes. And in this 
under this criteria, we believe that the most straightforward route would be buying Russian stocks on the stock market because you don't need to go through due diligence. You definitely know that the company exists for more than three years, that they paid the certain amount of taxes. And plus, because Russian stock market is valuated in half from the beginning of basically last year, there is potential possibility to even even become profitable. But of course, I am not stock market analyst or expert, cannot give advice. But in theory, once situation stabilizes, there is a big, big chance that the stock market will go up and potential investors would be able not only to get their residency, but also come out with potentially significant return on their investment. You mentioned already the current geopolitical situation, and you also said that Russia classifies most of the Western countries as unfriendly countries. Does this have any effect on the visas available for individuals from those Western countries looking to move to Russia? Or maybe they just want to come for a visit for a holiday or something like that. Is it for them still possible to get all the visas or does it affect them in any way? The fact that Russia has a list of different countries doesn't affect the visa directly, but all the surrounding measures that are taken against Russia from EU countries, they of course cause some kind of reciprocity measures from the Russian side as well. Uh, the best of my knowledge, there are no direct restrictions or ambition from obtaining Russian visa, but the process may take more. And I would say that conflicts would be having more freedom to uh, make a decision whether to grant a visa to somebody or not to grant a visa. I cannot say that it's basically governed by any regulation or comes from the list of unfriendly countries. I think it's just the general situation. You have a lot of experience already and you saw many foreigners making the migration process to Russia. And maybe you can tell us what are some of the most common mistakes done by the people who did this process before? So maybe now people can avoid these mistakes. I cannot say mistakes. I would rather call that something that they couldn't foresee. Yeah, if they try to do it on their own. Russian immigration system is very formal. What I mean is that foreign national can have a ground to apply for residency or citizenship, yeah. But the immigration authorities, even if the person has uh, the ground to apply, or uh, Russian immigration authorities make the protest quite hard. What I mean is that um, the requirements to fill out the papers, the applications, and the way they other supporting documents have to look like would be very strict. So if there are any mistakes in the application and the way the documents are done and the way they are translated, then the Russian immigration would deny foreign national into making the application, not deny into issuing the document, yeah? So the foreign national still has the ground, but they will not accept it. They will just say, okay, you need to change your mistakes. You need to come back again. But problem is that that can last for quite a while. We know that there are people that try to apply for temporary residence permit based on marriage. So the ground is there, is there, yeah. So foreign national was married to a Russian. And before they came to us as a client, they tried to apply 
to the immigration center on their own 15 times. So 15 times they were coming there and they were being told, okay, here's a mistake, you need to come again. They did it 15 times. This is one thing. Another thing that foreign nationals need to be aware of is that their documents specifically connected with their name have to be unified. What I mean is that their name has to be written in all of their documents in the native language. And then of course, in the Russian translation, uh, the same, yeah, letter by letter. It sounds strange, but, but it's a very common issue. This issue is applicable, say for almost Soviet Union citizens that never had Russian citizenship. So after the collapse of the Soviet Union, they left Soviet Union, say from Kazakhstan, Ukraine, doesn't matter from any of those former Soviet Union republics. And then they say received, I don't know, German citizenship, or they received Canadian or American citizenship. And then they changed their name from a standard uh, last name, name patronymic. They changed their name to become a citizens of the United States and their name differs. So the problem would be that in case they change their name, but they don't have the supporting documents showing that their name has been changed, yeah, and that clearly is outlined by the document, that's a problem. So if they don't have a paper showing that their name changed, that's a problem and that's a deal breaker. Sometimes it's pretty much impossible to resolve this problem. Another thing that uh, specifically German nationals, German, Hungarian, Austrian nationals have to be careful about is in case they obtained the PhD or doctor status, doctor not as a medical, but the PhD, to the best of my knowledge, that is reflected in the passport. So you become doctor Thomas Mayer, yeah, and that's written on your passport. And in that case, your documents will not be accepted because a Russian immigration will request a document from the German consulate in Moscow stating that DR written in the passport is not part of the name. It's a PhD. So there are a lot of those small things that one should consider or know about. Otherwise, there will be an issue to submit the documents from the first try. So eventually the person will submit the document, but will spend a lot of time. And another problem, of course, is that the police criminal record, which a foreign national has to obtain from his home country and apostille or legalize, has an expiration date of 90 days. First of all, nowadays, with the problems of sending the documents to Russia because international post companies don't deliver it to Russia, it's a problem to send such a document to Russia. And because it's valid for three months only for submission, any rejection in a, in the application process is a threat because they rejected you and your criminal record may expire before you can make the second attempt to apply. Yeah? And that's also an issue. So I would say it's not that the foreign nationals make mistakes. Yeah, it's something that they need to consider that the immigration process is very formal and unfortunately differs from region to region. Because immigration authorities in Russia, although Russian immigration legislation is federal, but literally in Moscow, the process of getting the documents, what the documents are, and how they should be filled out can differ from the process in St. Pete, or even Moscow region, or any other part of Russia. But that's internal problem, yeah, which 
I believe Russian immigration authorities have to resolve because otherwise it's very hard to foresee what requirements, practical requirements come uh, in each particular region. Now we come already to the last question. And the last question is a more general question. Maybe you have some advice for people wanting to relocate to Russia before they really start the process. What would be your advice? My advice would be to be patient, to double the timing, to try to prepare as much as possible. If we speak about documents, then to gather all the required documents and upper them or legalize all the documents, marriage certificates, birth certificates, Everything, all the necessary documents have to be repaired and the upper still be legalized. Do not translate them abroad or in the Russian conflicts. Translation have to be done in Russia. Um, and yeah, if you made a decision, then you need to do it because Russia is in need of for, for immigration from the West. That's my deep belief. Thank you, Timur, very much for your time. Maybe you can tell us as well, how can people reach out to you? There are several ways. Either visit our website, uh, movingtorussia.ru, and I think all the information is there. Phone number, email address, so movingtorussia.ru. Great, Timo. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Thomas.